Tom Bernard Show with Ralph W. Bashman, MD, Hackmaster. Catherine Brandt. Candace. Andy Brandt Bernard. Cassie Schrader. Tom. Tom. <laughs> Sounds like Michael Jackson there, Candace. Tom. We'll be right back, Tom Bernard Show. Walzer Automotive Group started in Minnesota over 60 years ago. Most people know something about the Walzer way. Upfront, no haggle pricing, work with one person from start to finish, or the free lifetime powertrain warranty on most vehicles sold in Minnesota. What you might not know is they are the only automotive group that is a member of the Keystone Club. They join such great Minnesota companies as General Mills, Target, Cargill, the Twins, Wolves, and Vikings in pledging 5% pre-tax profits to local charities. It's a great example of their core values. Do the right thing, display positive energy, be open-minded, and lead by example. So if you're in the market for a new or used car, check out walzer.com or stop into one of their dealerships. Please don't say, tell them Tommy sent you, because it sounds fake, and I hate it. Walzer Automotive Group, walzer.com. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent people who have been hurt and talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company, and they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap. Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys. It makes them very uncomfortable. They get nervous about it. What should I do? I've known Michael for years and years now, and I would highly recommend you. So that should be good enough for everybody because I don't endorse people who are dirtbags. Well, I, I appreciate that. Um, but I guess the key is, is people think I'll charge them if I talk to them. Right. So a lot of people call me up. It's like, how much is this going to cost if you call me back? Like, you want me to call you back? How much will that cost? I don't charge people. The only way I get paid is if we recover, um, if we get money from the, the other side. And there's a lot of people I talk to that I never get paid for that are just part of giving them advice to make sure they know what they can do and what their rights are. And your record's terrific as well, we should point out. Well, it works. It's been good. <laughs> it's been good, ladies and gentlemen. It's been good. And how do they contact you? And, uh, e- either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Control of Congress at stake as voters head to poll. Everything's at stake. Yep. Oh, oh, we're all going oh, to die. It's all very, very important. Oh, no. The world is going to oh, end. Here we go, ladies and gentlemen. It's every voting season. The headline, millions of voters across the country are heading to the polls today, but some are having more trouble voting of than course. others. Uh, Every voting season. So we're have, and let me guess, is, it's the minorities. So in and, other words, if we won't have election results for another four months, will they all battle about who didn't get to vote? Has, Here, yep. I was going to say, has the hanging Chad made a comeback? Yeah, probably. The hanging <laughs> Chad's back. Here are some of the voter issues and uh, irregularities that CNN has found so oh, far. Oh, CNN. Let's not talk about them. <laughs> For real. I'm seriously. They, they need disgusting. to be deleted. Yeah. They're not centrist. No, they are not. No, they are not. It's on the centrist news network. <laughs> Do you know that CNN now gets beat by Nickelodeon in the ratings? Nickelodeon is number two. I'd much rather they watch rule. Nickelodeon yeah. than CNN. Nickelodeon <laughs> rules. <laughs> I watched the hell out of some Nickelodeon. Hell when I yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. I still do. I, wa- I yeah, find like. myself watching SpongeBob with no kids it's around. Phenomenal. It's because yes. it's funny. SpongeBob is phenomenal. It's after the dispensary. Yes. After the dispensary. Yeah, she's hitting the pipe and then she watches SpongeBob. <laughs> what kind of like message that. are you with sending your with children? <laughs> I love that message. Oh, it's mom's just high watching SpongeBob. <laughs> Hey, I'm watching SpongeBob. You're good. You're good. You're good. That's one of my favorite I think episodes about that ever. All the time. I know. Um, apparently, a polling place at Cedar Bluff Middle School in Knoxville, Tennessee, did not have power this morning, and sites uh, sites backup generator also failed, which means somebody sabotaged it all. Yeah, that's interesting. Cliff Rogers, administrator for elections for Knox County, told CNN that people on site are urgently working to get the power on and voting is still going on. We're voting with paper ballots, he said. Humidity in North Carolina. Oh, so, oh no, the humidity. Oh, no, the humidity's too high for me to vote. It's are a, you what? something new we've never seen before. <laughs> yeah, we've ne- yeah, humidity in North Carolina. I've never had seen that before. What? The North Carolina State Board of Elections said humidity appears to be causing difficulties in feeding ballots through the tabulators. This is all a scam. It's all scammy. I'm telling you. 
No, oh, well, there was apparently there's a lot of power out in Knox County right now. I wonder why a storm blew through. Uh huh. Well, there's a lot of there are a lot of storms up and down the, yes. the United States. Eleven thousand customers were without a power by 10 a.m. Oh, then it was 27,000, then 32,000. So yeah, there's there's a lot of power outages around there. All right, now how? But, do... I mean, it's like how hard is it to drive five minutes to the next county? How I the... think it. You have to be, don't you have to have vote to where you register? Yeah. Oh, do you? Yeah, but can't you they do, just yeah. give them the registry? Here. I would think so. I don't, I don't know. There was a ballot shortage in Arlington, uh, ballot shortage in Arlington, Texas. <laughs> shortage? Oh, my God. How is there a shortage of ballots? because uh, the system's run by monkeys. Well, yeah, it kind of is. Well, yeah, you'd think they would know how many voters are in there. You'd think, registered uh, voters. Or it's like print too much and then yeah. just recycle them after. It's not going to hurt anything. One thing that really makes me, I'm really pissed off about the fact that I cannot cheat and vote like five times because they know who I am. Damn it. I walk in and they know it's me. I think that's the first time I signed a little slip of paper saying that I. That you're not lying. Yeah, that I'm not lying. Well, it doesn't mean anything because everybody else signed it. Have you ever did that before? Has yeah. anybody seen that before? Well, out, out in the legitimate uh, part of the world, yeah, we have to sign. I've out in the legitimate part of the world. I don't, think, uh, here I don't we think we did that before in Golden Valley. I don't remember no, ever we doing did not. that before. I remember, no, sign, I remember signing, I do, for many years, many oh. years, signing next to your name. Yeah, next to your name. But this was a little slip of paper, like a receipts, Let's with a little cheat. statement saying oh, no, that not, you're not a citizen that. of the United States, that you're uh, wow. and Minnesota, and blah, 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 and, and well, that you. you're not committing voter fraud. Well, there, with that ID, that new ID you're trying you, when you got i just oh, redid yeah. my li- oh, driver's license. Super license or whatever holy cow is that an ordeal no yeah you want this i want to get this this thing and then when they gave me the hands so they said oh it has a chip in it and an antenna i said i don't want any parts of that an antenna <laughs> so they can track where you are well, the, the, the best one is the one you can drive into mexico and drive into canada with and i guess they just sense the yeah. RFID you drive through your rfid because an antenna but that means they're, uh, they're, they're tracking they, you they all can rfid the anywhere so i wonder how many how many chips are in our license so they just track you everywhere we have i like it antoinette on the line i want to talk about the fact that Somebody in Canada right now is going, hey, Ralph Basham was here and there's a pound of heroin missing. <laughs> what do you think? Yeah, Midnight Express, here we go. You think that's a possibility? We do have a special guest. Ladies and gentlemen, Antoinette, how are you? I'm fine. How are you? Marvelous. Antoinette Colton, People Magazine senior editor. Uh, now, Antoinette, i got to get something straight right away with, with the, the topic we're talking about. Because I know who it is, but I also do a morning radio show. And I told uh, one of the African-American gentlemen on the show this morning that he had won Sexiest Man Alive, and he believed me. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't believe you. What? But he does look a lot like, he looks enough like Idris Elba, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. He kind of looks like Idris Elba. People Magazine. it was Idris. Is it Idris? I thought it was Idris. Antoinette, how do you say his name? It is Idris. Okay. It's Idris Elba. Idris Elba, uh, Sexiest Man Alive, 2018 Sexiest Man Alive, Elba, who starred in The Wire and Luther. He was phenomenal in The Wire, by the way. He's a hell of an actor. I, should, I would say that. He's, he's a very nice human being. I've interviewed him a couple of times. A very nice guy. He's a smart guy. He's a very talented guy. And he, uh, I don't think his humility was false. Do you, Antoinette? I think it was true humility. Um, no, I mean, he's one of those guys who extremely good-looking and humble at the same time. Right. Often a rarity to find, but he's one of those guys. Well, so it's it's Idris and me. So far, that's all we've found. Is that what we're talking about? Only two people on that list, then, yeah. Don't start laughing, Antoinette. I heard you laughing there. <laughs> How do you... Uh, it wasn't me. <laughs> it wasn't me. How do you vote for Sexiest Man Alive? I mean, everyone has an opinion, and, you mm-hmm. know... At People Magazine, we do this every single year, and we cover all these celebrities all year, so we've got lots of opinions. And, I mean, I think, you know, a lot of people out there and our readers, you know, they'll be happy with this choice. So um, there's a secret to it, but can't tell you the absolute secret, but needs to say, excellent choice this year. Do, do, yeah. do only men and women uh, vote? So the men vote for the women and the women oh. vote for the man? Sexiest anyone, man, sexiest woman? Oh, anybody. Anyone. Okay. Anyone votes. Anyone can have an opinion on who should be the sexiest man alive. That makes total sense. Now, Antoinette, it would be for me, if I were voting, uh, 
it would be a huge, a huge part of this for me would have been his humility and his pleasant personality. So it's not just about appearance, is it? It's being sexy is also your attitude, the way you handle the public, uh, right? Right, because looks, are, you know, looks can be different. What you like may be different from what your next door neighbor likes. Right. But when you add into some into that someone's personality, it's that all around that makes you sexy. It's not just because because you could have someone who looks really hot and they're just a really horrible person. So, <laughs> right. You know, it's more than that. I've yeah. seen that before, Antoinette. I'll tell no, you I'm that. totally. It's like yeah. you think somebody's good looking and then they're like a jerk, and you're like, why oh, did I ever think they were nice looking? Oh, I know. Yeah. It makes them so <laughs> ugly I too. Know. Yeah, that is it's very, true. very true. You know, Antoinette, I will tell you this. My, that was my wife that was talking right there, along with Cassie on the show. And when I met my wife 37 okay. years ago, I met her 37 years ago. She's a beautiful woman. There's no question about that. But it's her personality that really pushed it over the top. She's a very strong woman. She's a very funny woman. Not mm-hmm. physically. You're not physically strong. <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah, no. She's not physically strong, but... <laughs> not, not really. But no, that, that to me is a huge part of what it means to be desirable and sexy, is, is how you present yourself. I, you know, she's a smart... So what he's saying is that I'm the whole package. Yes, that's, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. That she's the whole package. There's no question I'll about it. I'll take it. Right. You do notice that she's not chiming in saying, so are you, Tom. You notice that she wasn't doing that. But, I you know. was basking Giving in my you glory. To, you know, to speak. He wanted to give you your moment to speak. Yes. <laughs> yes I appreciate it. Um, how long does it take for, for everyone over at People Magazine to vote for a sexiest man alive? I mean, it's something we think about all year, so it's yeah. kind of part of the universe. <laughs> Yeah, I could see that. So, so you think about it all year. Were there? Uh, do you actually have candidates, or do you just? I mean, I, not everybody. I would assume voted for Idris Elba. There must have been other people. Uh, do you even talk about that, or you just talk about the winner? No, I mean, you know, if you look at the magazine, we've got you know over 170 guys in oh, this okay. issue for someone to drool over or not. And um, so, you know, it's obviously the cover, but we've got so many other guys in the issue as well in different categories. So I feel that there's even if he may not have been your choice, which I doubt that, mm-hmm. um, there are other guys in the issue as well. Do you, when do you do the, uh, I can't remember if it's in February or March, you do the sexiest radio announcer. Uh, <laughs> She doesn't even respond. Thanks, Antoinette. Antoinette doesn't even respond to that. She will not dignify that question. I understand, Antoinette. I understand completely. We're always open to new categories, so all suggestions are welcome. I don't know if I'm buying that. Any candidates? I don't know. Do you think... And I, you know, this is not a very serious question from my uh, standpoint because I enjoy People Magazine a lot. But do you think we'll ever get to the point where we can't even talk about who's the sexiest because it just hurts other people too much? I mean, we're very touchy yeah, about that stuff now. Yeah, I was wondering now. about that too. Do you think there'll always be a sexiest man and a sexiest woman, or will that someday just go away? I mean, it's fun. It's just it's yes. entertainment. It's fun. It's fun to talk about people that you like. I hope we never stop talking about who we like. Um, I hope that never goes away. No, I, I agree with you, Antoinette. I hope it never does go away. But some people, I, they just have no understanding, no sense of humor, and everything's got to be just straight down the middle or else it's just unjust in some way, shape, or form. I don't see it that way. If, if this person... Look, I mean, as long as we have... The candidates who are willing to participate yeah. and to have fun with it, I don't see why it would go away. You know, you know the people that we're naming, they see the fun and the joy in it. And um, I see nothing wrong with that. You know, it's kind of interesting, just judging by your voice, though, Antoinette. Are you the first uh, senior editor that's only 16 years old? <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> I am not that young. You sound it's very young. You, sound, you do. You sound very young. <laughs> Young. What's well, a good thing, don't you think? Uh, well, yeah, I guess. <laughs> well, Maybe yeah. not 16. <laughs> Maybe not 16. How about yeah. 26? I mean, there yeah. 21? 
<laughs> 21. Yeah, we'll go with 20. We'll settle right in the middle. 16, we 26, we'll settle on 21. That'll be good. But yeah, I do like right. it. I, I, I do like the fact that, uh, you know, there's a sexiest man. There's a sexiest woman. There's, there's fun to it all. It's enjoyable for people because people... I know maybe some people don't like it, but but there are people who are more handsome than others, uh, more beautiful than others, and I don't see really anything wrong with that. I'm not judging everybody by saying that woman's attractive or that man's a handsome guy. I, I'm not judging anyone else. I'm just talking about them specifically, right? Right, and it goes beyond the sexy because when we talk about them in the magazine, yes, we know they look great, but you know we've got Debs talking about how they are with their families and right. you know their kids and their wives, partners, and things like that. So you get to learn a little bit more about them than just what you see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's exactly true. Now, you, do you get people uh, on your on your digital sites and all the rest of that stuff on on social media and all that stuff? Did they make comments about, oh, why did you choose this person? Why did you? Did they complain about it on social media? I mean, I think that's one of the things about social media is yeah. that anyone can make a comment about anything. Yeah. I mean, you know, sometimes it's when there's a healthy debate, because you may say, no, I prefer this person over that person, and, you know, conversation is always good unless it's bad. <laughs> Oh, that's nice. That's a good way to put it, though. Yes. Uh, So uh, is this one of your best-selling editions of the year? Yeah, it's definitely one of our top issues, along with, you know, World's Most Beautiful in the Spring. Yes, I could. uh, Yeah, that makes complete sense to me. Antoinette, you're very pleasant. I like People Magazine. I always have liked People Magazine. I think it was a great choice. Idris Elba is very talented, a nice man. He's a good family man. He has, what, like a 16-year-old daughter, I think. And a son. He has yes, a daughter and, and a son, right? Winston, yes. Yeah, so oh, there you go. That's right, Winston. So that is a terrific thing. Yes. So thank you for, for your entertainment. People's always been very entertaining magazines, as a matter of fact. But uh, good choice. And I think when they do The Sexiest Woman Live, it should be you. And I've never even seen you. What do you think of that? <laughs> I'm flattered, thank you. Yeah, all right. Well, Antoinette, thank you for your time today. Okay, thanks a lot, guys. Have a good day. Bye. She's a very, ple- very pleasant person. Absolutely. Don't you think? Yes. yes. And she does sound like she's 16. She does. She's she so sounds cute. like she's 16 years old. You and uh, Candace and Antoinette should have a battle. A <laughs> battle. <laughs> <laughs> Who sounds younger? Got to be work. No, I, I agree. I think Idris Elba is a good... more heavily. Yeah, okay. <laughs> you know, let me just tell you who's the more sexy of them all is me. <laughs> we will be right back, Tom Bernard Show. A program that benefits the homeowner and not the realtor? Do you want a guaranteed offer on your home? Hey, it's Tom with my realtor, Chris Lindahl, who has some exciting news to share. Hey, Tom, we are super excited to announce our guaranteed offer program. Here's how it works. If you qualify, we will guarantee you an offer on your house within 48 hours, which means you could be closing in three weeks. No staging, no cleaning, no decluttering, and of course, no open houses. This is your hassle-free way to sell your home. If you qualify for the program, you will get a competitive offer in 48 hours, period. Sounds like a stress-free way to sell your home. It is, Tom. Some homeowners want the convenience to be able to sell their home quickly without going through the stress of showings, open houses, and so many more headaches, especially if they found their dream home and need to sell fast. You do need to qualify for this program, but that's quick and convenient as well. To see if you qualify for the guaranteed offer program from Chris Lindahl Real Estate, go to chrislindahl.com right now or call 763-401-SOLD. Once again, that's chrislindahl.com, Chris with a K. It's Tom with an update on my successful weight loss journey. I'm down 92.5 pounds thanks to the Sheehy brothers and staff at Nutramost of Plymouth. Great people. The official and only provider of the Nutramost program in Minnesota. I've never been down this road losing so much weight and then keeping it off. So now I'm on the Nutramost Forever Maintenance Program. This program reminds me to keep hydrated and what is good to eat and keeping my healthy weight. Find out how to be successful losing weight by attending the Nutramost Free Informational Dinner. It is on Monday, November 12th, 6.30 p.m. at Jake's in Plymouth. Nutramost guarantees that you lose 20 pounds or more. Nutramost helped me change my life, and they can help you too. But heads up, there are copycat programs claiming to be cheaper with the same results, but they don't take into account the detailed specifics of your body to customize the program for you. Register for the Nutramost dinner 
Register for the Nutrimost dinner on November 12th. I'll see you there. Call 763-333-7337. That's 763-333-7337. Always like this song. Lenny Kravitz. Um, Voting music. Unbelievable. Uh, Williamson County election supervisor and judge has resigned following an incident in which she was caught on camera screaming at a voter who was reportedly confused about where to vote. The confrontation happened Friday afternoon at the Williamson County Annex in Round Rock. I don't know where that is. Anybody know where Round Rock is? I know where Rolling Rock is. Yeah, you know where it's in your refrigerator. There you go. (laughs) At one point in the video, which was recorded by another voter, election supervisor and judge Lila Guzman can be heard yelling at the voter to leave. Get out, get out, get out. You are rude. You are not following the law. Go, go. As soon as she started getting louder, I was like, this is getting out of hand. So I began to record. I have a question for you, though. If she was not following the rules and not following the law, then she should go. If you're not following the law of the land, then you've yeah. got to go. Sorry. They, they had a lot of yellow tape at our voting area. They did. They to did make have sure a lot you didn't of yellow get tape. too close to the That's person true. that was feeding their ballot into the little counter thing. And then you didn't want you, they didn't want you too close to the people that had a little, you know, one of those little cubicles to vote in. Yeah, they There's want... a lot of yellow tape so that you were in your right area. The Catherine, proper area. Catherine and I just sat down at a table and wrote our vote, our ballots out and then put them in the machine. Yeah, we we were, didn't go to the booth. We're both that like, do you know any right of these here. judges? <laughs> yeah, the judges. For, I, I know, there's a whole page of, of judges. It's like yeah. half of them weren't even uh, running against anybody else. I'm like, whatever. That is true. Yeah. That is absolutely true. Uh, yeah, I, as soon as uh, she started getting louder, I was like, this is getting out of hand. So I began to record. The voter who recorded the video told KVUE. She did tell us she couldn't vote there, but she didn't say where in Travis. The lady did have an accent, so could have been too, uh, new to the country. I don't know, but she needed some help. Once again, I don't care if she had an accent or not. Yeah. If she wasn't following the law, she had to go. But you don't have to yell at people, me. What the hell do you know? <laughs> yeah, what do you know? You don't know anything about it. Get out of here. I tell him 20 times a day, and he still doesn't get it. <laughs> he still doesn't get it because he yells. <laughs> he, doesn't, he doesn't follow the law. No. You tell him to get out, he doesn't get out. <laughs> exactly. It's all true. At another moment in the video, Guzman is heard telling the voter that she's going to call the cops to have her escorted out of the building. Oh. Uh, the woman then left, by the way. When she was threatened with a, be, uh, being arrested, she left. I don't know. The, this whole thing well, is... Well, we don't know the story. We really we don't. don't know the story. We don't know what happened. No, but there was one person that had to stick their nose in it. Yep. I don't know that she should have yelled at her, but maybe no. the woman was being such a pain in the ass no. and just wouldn't do what she was told to do. I'm sorry, you got to go. There are millions of other people in line. You can't stand here for six months. If you don't understand what you're doing, go figure it out and we, get back to we me. We witnessed a barking today at the, vote, at the voting area. Oh, that woman started, that's right, she did start barking at the other election officials. Yes. Mm. That was, I don't know, why was she yelling at uh, them? Because it, the only line that was there was to feed the ballot into the machine. Yeah. And apparently she didn't want them to give out any more ballots until yes, right. the line was smaller. So the line whittled yeah. down. So she yelled. At, she didn't yell at any voters. It wasn't a yell. It was well. It was a little it bit was, of a yell. It was a, a yell. Bit of a barky yeah, it was yell a yell at the other people to, to stop giving out ballots for a little while. It was very very <laughs> pleasant because we're in line, and then this woman came up, and there was an African American man standing right behind me in line, and he said, "Well, ma'am, just go ahead of me." He was being very polite. He was. So then I said. Well, if you're going to do that, then I got to do it. So I said, go ahead of me, too. <laughs> the guy was the nicest guy in the world. He was just a really great guy. just wanted everybody to be happy. It was nice to see some, someone on an election day who was actually in a good mood. Yeah. It's like, God, calm down. I know. A lot of times you go to those polling places, it's like being at the grocery store at 530 in the afternoon, and everyone's <laughs> stressing to get home to make dinner. That's, that is very true. They get all stressed out. No traffic oh, ever going to ease. Well, I did learn one thing. What's that? Uh, the etymology of invalid mm-hmm. is actually, the word invalid is actually not using it right. Oh. Because validus so means strong. Invalid just means not strong. So invalid. So your point is invalid. It's not strong. It's not a strong point. It's not yeah. a strong point. So saying some, someone is invalid doesn't mean they're invalid. It means they're not strong. It means they're so. not strong. 
There you go. Which I still think is an insult. But other than that, well, it's not. People take it as an insult because they don't understand it. You're not strong. Well, I mean, if you have spina bifida, then you're not strong. It's just objectively true. Yeah, that's very so very true. So there's that. I know, but uh, that's just something about that word. This is unbelievable. Like cripple. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Democrats like have that. just announced. By the way, ladies and gentlemen, or at least two hours ago. Democrats announced uh, the AG races, the attorney general races, could swell an army of lawyers that are going to sue Trump. Democrats have vowed to sue the president no matter how this turns out. For what? What did he do? I mean, well, I don't know. They're going to take him on. Apparently. And do they know? They, do they understand that what they're going to be suing is sixty lawyers that Trump is never even going to see in person? Exactly. exactly. It's just going to waste their own time, and nothing's going to come of it. And all of our money. Yep. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Throw it away but, money. Yeah, it's just going to cost clients. us. Oh yeah, we we stood up against Trump. Yep. So yeah, exactly. Democrats don't have to win control of either chamber of Congress to jam the Trump administration's agenda and flood the zone with investigations. The state attorneys general races provide an opening to grow the ranks of top prosecutors already doing that, much like GOP attorneys general uh, buffeted the Obama administration with lawsuits challenging an array of regulations. Democratic AGs have made an industry out of taking President Trump to court. And in today's midterms, a number of candidates are campaigning to join that fight. So no matter what happens, you, do, you the people have spoken, but it doesn't matter to these pricks. Question, who funds this? We do. We do. It's taxpayer dollars. It's taxpayer money. So, so, it's it's so there's an industry yep. that they've found a little niche to make a ton of money, mm-hmm. and they don't even have to go get clients. They just take it from... It is unbelievable. That's really great. Uh, Take Florida. The state hosts high-profile contests for governor and Senate, but the down-ballot race for AG features Democratic nominee Sean Shaw, uh, a state legislator. He has vowed to join the Democratic Attorneys General in Maryland and the District of Columbia, Brian Frosch and Carl Racine, in suing Trump over emoluments. They're still on that, huh? Alleging the Trump Organization's business with foreign entities violates the Constitution and represents a financial conflict. Mm. You, you cannot shut down someone's business because they come become president. He can't do that business while he's president. He has to shut his involvement down. They've been going after him for this emoluments thing for it's like just, two it's years. It's unbelievable. I don't know why they think that now, that would this mean, time, we'll get him on it. That would mean basically that uh, they should have shut down George W. Bush because he was in the oil industry. Right? Yeah. I know that's not foreign, but it is in a way foreign because it's so much business being done. Um, Was that you that made the point, by the way, about the Middle East last week? It is. Oh, no. It was was, uh, Doug Sprinthal. Oh, he has way more more intellect than I do. Well, there's no question. (laughs) (laughs) It's just a gift. But no, he pointed out that uh, if all these electric cars do uh, come to to the forefront the way it looks like they will, the Middle East is going to collapse, and that's not going to be good because all they have is oil. Yeah. But you have to remember, in the Middle East, there's very few people that have the wealth from Well, well I know, but I'm just saying the they're oil. going to shut that down completely. We're not going to buy any more of it. Well, I mean, we shouldn't buy any of it now, no, to tell you the truth. But how, the, how are we going to charge all those batteries? But the electric cars aren't going, they aren't, no, the electric cars are not going to happen. Everybody wants them to happen, and we think, oh, that's you the way to go. You don't think it will happen? No. Because all thinks it will. No. What's going to happen is this, is that self-driving cars are going to take over. Oh, you love the self-driving car, brother. Self-driving cars are going to take over. And I know it's a focus of Ford, and I, I talked to Jim a Ford Farley focus? By, by chance a, couple, a year and a half ago. <laughs> Ford focus. Yes, the focus of Ford and the Ford Focus. They, they, their focus was on electric cars. But yeah. The self-driving cars were an important part of it, but self-driving cars cannot be all electric because Why? the computing power that required to run that computer mm-hmm. sucks up so much energy. You need a hybrid car to run it. So it'll be a, it well, will be a gasoline hybrid car. I had I had a hundred percent electric car though, but yeah, it wasn't it self-driving. Was oh no, it was not self-driving. It's you're a computer right, yeah, that right. runs the self-driving I piece see of it. What you're saying. That takes so much energy just to run. Just say, hey, don't hit this, don't hit this, hit this, drive this way, mm-hmm. blah blah blah. That's that's what takes up the energy. Okay, so what's more important, the environment or being lazy? Oh, it's good, but you're going to. Have you ever taken Uber? A little too close to the Uber. Are you lazy? No. There you go. I was drunk. 
Yeah. <laughs> 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 that was me. That was A proper citizen, legitimate person. Yeah, that's really nice. <laughs> but that's it's going to come. It is going to happen so fast that you'll adopt them so fast because it's creepy to me. I think it's kind of creepy too. Yeah, I don't want oh, but you know, my okay. fa- my father is in his nineties now, and he would love. Nothing more than having a self-driving yeah, car, no, a car that would drive him around. I, so he would love that. You only use your car ten percent of the time. Don't it could be uh, this? You don't use, only use your car ten percent of the time. Don't so, be so pushy. Don't be so pushy. <laughs> yeah, you want your car. You want that privacy. You want that independence. Right? But that independence is even better by having this and cheaper. Suppose instead of paying, you know, if you really do a spreadsheet on your car, you might be paying, paying oh, as much as. Five ten dollars per mile that you drive that car. Okay, so really? if I am drunk, can I get in my own self-driving car and can it take me home? Yeah, but you don't want that. You'll never want that. And the other reason but I won't you're not going to be able to understand her. That's why you need to go. Listen, I tell you another. I tell you I tell you. And you're not going to own your car because it's going to be. You're not going to be able to afford it. Really? Yeah. Because you mean anybody? Yeah, listen to this. Every, if you look at every safety improvement that's been shown to save lives and, and reduce injuries, whether it's uh, shatterproof glass, seat belts, or airbags, has been mandated by the federal government. Yes. Self driving cars will reduce, conservatively, will reduce deaths on the highways 30%. I hope you're right. Boom, 30%. It might be as high as 90%. Really? I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised if 90% of traffic accidents are just stupidity. Well, yeah. 90% of traffic congestion is stupidity. Yes, yeah. it is. So look at, all, look at all those things. It'll be mandated by the government. You'll be able to own your car. You'll be able to have a driver's license, but the cost will be so high and the taxes will be so high, and the people will choose not to. That's what's going to happen. Uh-oh. Duncan Hines has got a problem. Uh-oh. <laughs> not icing? Do not lick that spoon. Boxes of cake mix were called by Duncan Hines. How many boxes? Wasn't it like 2.8 million or something? 2.4 million Whoa. boxes of cake mix. Yeah. Holy God. What's that sucks. What that'll, gross that. thing is in the cake uh, mix? Salmonella. Salmonella. Yeah, salmonella. A lot of bad birthdays. Salmonella. <laughs> Sorry, honey. Oh, the confetti cake, the but, butter golden, the classic oh, yellow, the classic cake. white. It's all Any tainted. Oh, that's a lot of cake mix. Uh, it's a lot of cake mix. You might want to think twice before licking the bowl where you mixed your cake batter. I have never done that in my life anyway. I, oh, I totally have. It's Delicious. raw. Yum, yum, yum. It's raw <laughs> slime. Ish. I can't uh, do it anymore, though, slime. but it was delicious. Was back it? And old, I will miss back it. Back in the gluten days. Yes, back <laughs> in the gluten days. Uh, Ralph will tell you. That Ralph and I can comment on this. What? The most disgusting thing I've ever seen, and I'll never forget. I was like 16 years old the first time I ever saw it. Because I was taller and had a Do deep I voice. I could this? go into bars when I was like 16 years old. Did it involve mayonnaise? No, but it involved boiled eggs, hard-boiled eggs. There was a jar about the size of like oh, five gallons. Oh, the pickled yeah. eggs? People sticking their hand yep. in there, That's grabbing. Vinegar is going to kill anything. No, no, no. <laughs> sticking their hand in, grabbing an egg, and then they'd eat it. And then the next guy come along, stick his uh, hand in there. Like, uh, oh. Or they'll eat it, then grab another one. Yeah, then grab another one. I know you've always been anti-buffet. Yes, I'm anti-buffet. Well, it's true. I don't know who. I don't know where I saw this, but that somebody was recorded taking a ladle from the soup, drinking from the ladle. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. And putting it back in what the soup. What did I tell you about? Bu- oh. What did I tell you about buffets? And this was like, you know, a normal-looking human being. Armed <laughs> guards. I will not tell you where these two places are, but there are two places <gasps> where we are members. <laughs> that when the buffet starts, they come and get me, not because I'm a radio guy or any of that stuff, because I will not eat unless I'm the first in line. <laughs> yeah. I'm not doing Because they don't want to make him a special meal. Uh, <laughs> no, honest <laughs> to God. People, well, there was a guy, once, what did it finally for me was about 20 years oh, ago. Oh, yeah, you saw something gross. This guy, you know how they get the chicken wings and everything? Mm-hmm. And they got the tong. Well, he didn't use the tongs. He just reached in and grabbed one and then <laughs> ate it over the... Oh, that's the worst. Oh, when they God. stand there and uh, eat. People so gross. And Honest? notice they're Nasty all white ass. men. <laughs> and it was, all, it was all white cakes that were involved. Oh, did you notice that? All Honestly, I, that should be a crime. I had doing like, that kind of thing. Because oh, it's like, it's, nasty. you know... 
Being what, negli- what are you in for? Well, <laughs> being negligent when you're cooking, like, if you're cooking in a restaurant and you're displaying negligence, that's, you know, that's, that's a crime. I like it. health hazard, yeah, I would it is. say, yes. I, I like the way you think. I have like, yeah, I have like a routine when I go to the buffet. I use hand sanitizer prior to getting my food and then before I eat. Well, you might need, want a little shot in the, your mouth before you eat. <laughs> oh, well, Tim I'm Ivory. Not- I must say, though, on the cruise, they were very... Oh, good. Very they kept an strict. eye on it. Well, they had people, good. as you walked in, they had good. spray bottles of sanitizer, and they'd want to spray your hands good. before you went and ate. That's how oh, it should be. Good. Yeah. Good. Yeah, they get that... Yeah, you don't want that... West Nile or whatever or that... Legionnaire's disease. <laughs> Legionnaire's disease. When we first got there, it's like a cleaner's bottle, you know, like a spray bottle yeah. with clean, mm-hmm. like uh-huh. what you'd use for cleaner. And I'm like, you're not spraying Windex on my hands. What's going on? And she goes, it's sanitizer. I go, oh, okay. Yeah, and for then the I norovirus. Go, oh, yeah. man. The norovirus. Oh, yeah, that's oh, rough. That yeah. We'll be right back. Tom Bernard. <laughs> Tom Bernard here to tell you, Priority Courier Experts has immediate openings for drivers looking for more. Priority drivers are independent contractors who set their own hours, start from their own driveways, and deliver local on-call parcels and freight, which means you're home for dinner every night, and you get paid weekly. Right now, Priority's driver-friendly lease-to-own program has brand-new dock trucks, flatbeds, curtain sides, and tractor trailers just waiting to be driven home. And Priority is also offering a $4,000 sign-on bonus to qualified drivers. So if you've got the skills, we can get you qualified to start driving a brand new truck in as little as three days. Calling all drivers. Come get the $4,000 sign-on bonus you deserve for all the knowledge and experience you bring to the delivery business. Call our fleet reps right now at 651-748-4477 or visit them online at Priority.com. Priority Courier Experts. Every time you call us, we deliver. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry This 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more, and please tell them that Tom sent you. Sabre and Bryant, whatever it takes. I love this song, little Led Zeppelin. We have Wendy on the phone. Wendy, Wendy, Wendy. Have you ever? And happy birthday early. Thank you happy very much. Early, by the way, Joe already called I in. Have stuff going on over lunch tomorrow. I understand. So we want to know if you've ever in the in a buffet taken the ladle out of the soup, <laughs> drank from the ladle, and put it back in the soup. Oh, I am. Oh, no. <laughs> you mean that's wrong? <laughs> I'm too much of a. I'm kind of a germaphobe there, just kind of. Well, that's that's just yeah, nasty. Well, that's not a germaphobe. That's uh, just smart. You know, if I see anybody doing nasty crap like that, it's like, okay, so I'm not ordering a buffet. Can't okay, do it. Something else. You can't do it. Seriously. Yeah, I saw no, I saw this no. guy digging for gold up his nose <laughs> right before he got on an airplane. And, I mean, his wife was standing right next to him. And I'm like, mm. is no one going to say anything? Did you get it? Did you get <laughs> it, buddy? <laughs> <laughs> God. I'm like, what is wrong with you? I carry foaming, I carry foaming hand. I carry foaming hand sanitizer like everywhere with me in my purse, yeah. oh, good and it's just like sometimes I've sometimes I've accidentally been like, oh, shh, here you need some of that, don't you? Yeah. Because I, I, I have to wipe the hands to get it off. Yeah. I used to get sick every time I flew until I started wiping down every surface You're when welcome. I sat down. You're welcome. I started that, and now I don't get sick anymore. <laughs> well, yeah. people are just so you know, gross. And I usually, you know, what I because when you're flying with family, you're usually sitting next to somebody that understands why you were wiping everything down. But when you sit next to a stranger, they kind of oh. look at you. And I'm like, hey, I used to always get sick on flights. Now I don't get sick yeah. anymore. And they're like, that's a good idea. You got an extra uh-huh. one of those? Yeah. No. <laughs> now they want to do it. No, you'll okay. get nothing. Yeah. You know what they should just do on planes is they should just Plane have... Down? Well, yes, <laughs> they don't do that, but Lysol. they should just have like a row of lights on top, just UV lights. They oh, empty the plane, they turn those on for a while, and then there you go. That'd be good. Desanitized. Why not have them no. all while we're on there? Yeah, we just have tan. them all the time. <laughs> we just tan in our seats. Yeah, get the skin cancer going. <laughs> yeah. No skin cancer. But at least you won't get sick. Wendy, did you hear that? Uh, the, well, Andy, the... 
even if you do that, the minute you turn your uh, tray table down, it's going to glow like fireworks. Yeah, well, you don't the tray table is the most disgusting. Well, you just lie so, yeah, wipe I it bring, down. Like, yeah, I bring medical grade wipes. The company that I work for makes them themselves. <laughs> wait, so wait, I just buy medical like grade? Them and take them on the flight. <laughs> Catherine wants um, medical no, we make grade. Them for hospitals. Oh, yeah, just, stop over the office. We'll get, we'll get to the medical grade right. What are they like? <laughs> covered in hydrofluoric acid or something? What's no, in there? Uh, they, they, no, they're just they're they're the ones that they they're allowed for use at hospitals. And trust me, the uh, what is it? The USDA government restrictions on products that are used in hospitals are way far and above yes. what the restrictions yes, are for them are. to just regular use. So if you can sell them in a hospital, they're gonna kill the germs. Oh, hey, there's an idea. So. <laughs> Uh, when they do surgery afterwards, they put their tools in something called an autoclave. Sure. Which is basically just a box uh-huh. full of insanely hot steam. Just do that to a plane. Just <laughs> steam the <laughs> entire <laughs> interior yeah, after yeah, every yeah, flight. No. Oh, or another way is to fill the plane with ozone. Yeah, there you go. Ozone, they can ozonate. Let's just do all three, why not? Yeah. Hot steam, ozone, and UV. Yeah. Get it all Airplane going. All taken care of. OCD airlines. Still OCD bring, airlines. I'm still bringing the Lysol. I love that. An o- obsessive compulsive disorder airline. Honestly, if you advertise that, people would probably buy it. I would. Yeah. Why not? OCD, uh, OCD has an airfare, has an airfare <laughs> rate for Yeah, you. it's like $3,000 to fly one uh, state over. But yeah. hey, you won't get sick. But you won't get the flu. We're doing a story this morning. Well, and then, you have to, then after you take off, you have to go back to the terminal because somebody didn't start the plane. They didn't turn the... They didn't turn a button in the right direction, so you got to go back and Well, yeah, that's over. true. Oh, yeah. God. Yeah. Wonderful. That's great news. Well, I'm sorry to hear about your situation next week. That uh, that we would have loved yeah. to seen you in yeah. in Vegas again, but that's a that's a tough day you got coming there. So I'm sorry to hear yeah, about that. Yeah, he was he was a really great guy, and it was it was super unexpected. And so we're yeah we're 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 all very sad because he was just he was a great guy. You would have loved him. It is a wonderful thing. Thank but, you very yeah. much for calling to wish me a happy birthday. You're a very sweet person. Thank you. Well, Absolutely, and shout out to my buddy Candace. I'm sorry we're not going to be able to have our fun this year. I know, I'm going to miss you. I'm going over to the pot joint and getting all lit up. (laughs) Come over to my house. I got some. (laughs) (laughs) We we went there for t-shirts. Honestly, God, we Uh got sidetracked. And somehow I ended up with marijuana in my pocket. I don't know. We also went to Walgreens across the street or CVS. Yeah, we we Why? did actually work to see the oh, to get that because Candace okay, had, uh, you had, had a blister dry on the bottom of your feet. I, I just I love a it. huge blister, like this big. Oh. So I had to wrap it up. Yeah, and she was just, <laughs> nothing was making it feel good. And I said, that's because you need these band-aids. And she's like, it's brilliant. This works. So, yeah. You know, now so you're making work, me. Because I had just had this. Now you're making you what? Making me lonesome for Melina because his story about Vegas oh, and the Coca-Cola Mexico. of Mexico oh, is one of my favorite stories ever. <laughs> Did you ever hear that one, Ralphie? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He told Melina. it. He told it. Oh. Yeah. I said Coca-Cola of Mexico, not Mexican Coke. Yep. There's a big difference. And he said the guy had like a mountain of cocaine in the back room of his shop. Oh, my shop. God. <laughs> Tom, I just... Tom, but I do, I do have the days on the calendar set off in case we go again next year. I have the whole time set off, and I told everybody that no one can die, so I, you know, nothing can go wrong. We we may be going somewhere in the spring. You might want to keep that open too, Wendy. Yeah. It's going to be a ball. I can't it announce it yet. It all depends but... on where you go. Yeah, if it's like it. the Dominican Republic, nope. no go. Nope, oh, if I love it, it, then perfect. Nope, where it's in the United States. <laughs> And you will love it. Yeah, cause I had some, uh, I had some friends that might have gone to the DR like uh, right before you guys did. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, it was a horrific experience. Yeah, it's not they nice. actually decided, oh, well, we're gonna, you know, drive. You know, we're gonna drive. Oh, over you don't want to do that. New. No, nope, because they got uh, this guy like fake jumping out in front of their car and getting hit. It was totally a fake thing. And then they ended up, the husband ended up going to, you know, they took him to jail and the wife had to, they totally scammed her. The wife, they had to come up with like $2,500 in cash to pay the lawyer. And once she, 
when she gave him the $2,500 in cash, and then they let him go, and they just went straight to the airport and flew home, and their vacation was ruined. Good move. Wow. Good. Yeah, I, never again. Mm-hmm. We went to the, the other side of the island, to Casa de Campo, which was phenomenal. And the reason it was phenomenal is because it's all behind a wall, and there is a guy with a machine gun on every corner. <laughs> You're Remember sounding that? kind of Trumpy like over that. there. Yeah. <laughs> I was talking to the guy who had this huge gun. There was a huge gun. Oh, remember that? Forewarned is forearmed. I'm good with that. (laughs) That's exactly right. Yeah, every corner you go by in the morning on your golf cart, and there's a guy standing there with a machine gun. You go, good morning, sir. You go, good morning, sir. I like that, too. Oh, it's phenomenal. Nobody was going to be messing around in there. I will definitely keep an ear out for the possible spring trip and Uh see if uh, that that works out of my schedule because... I need a mom and a vacation. Oh, yes. I'm telling you, it's right around the corner. You and you will want to go because Catherine and I have already been there. Little scouting expedition, phenomenal. Hey. Well, and my like my husband told me, he said, you know, he says, oh, "Are you going to Vegas? Is going to Vegas with KQ this year?" I said, "No." I said, "That's the day of the funeral." He goes, "Oh crap!" He goes, "I got to leave for deer hunting a day late." And I'm like, "That is crap." <laughs> That's real nice. Yes, you do. I've already been seeing murdered deers on social murdered media. Deer. Murdered, murdered deer. deer. Okay, murdered deer. <laughs> How many weekends can you do that? That's or? over Sunday. It's, it's over already. Uh, over in Sunday. Wisconsin. It's uh, it goes from a Saturday till the following Sunday. Oh, so that's it. it. Okay. It starts Saturday that it starts a Saturday like right after Vegas, and then goes to the Sunday after Thanksgiving. Okay. Perfect. And I'm perfectly fine with that. He can go out with his family and shoot oh, all the deer. You know what? There's them. so many deer, I'm and they cool. need to be called. It's, it's they do need to be. They're called. too stupid oh, yeah. to not overpopulate. And are you talking about humans? Well, yeah, but <laughs> actually, <laughs> yes, actually, we are. All right, Wendy, so behave. Than on the front of my car. Yeah. That's true. That's Absolutely. Good. Well, it's, you know, be good or at least be good at it. We will do that. Wendy, we'll talk soon. Thank you. Thank you. Have Bye. a good one. Bye. You too. I love Wendy. She's a wonderful person. Okay, so we're talking about uh, pockets on the seats of airplanes. Yeah. I had a story this morning. Mm. Uh, you don't ever want to put your hand in those. No well, yeah, what that's where the vomit bag goes, right? You know, <laughs> all of the, the, the magazines the are. front thing, yeah. No, where the magazines oh, yeah, are. I'm yeah, in front of you, yeah. in the seat, uh, back of the seat in front of you. Yeah, the seat pocket. Uh, they found... In those pockets. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the only one that's looked in the pocket? <laughs> they found... I, I guess I put stuff in there sometimes. Poopy diapers. Ew. Oh my God! Poopy diapers Wait, are just shoved in you the pocket. Change your baby on the plane. I yeah. don't think you're well, allowed to do yeah, that. Yeah, you can't. You have to. You can't let the kids sit. Oh, you don't want that kid sitting next to you. Sitting there swallowing in turd. Well, but I've you know, the diapers diaper in the on a plane. If the diapers in the <laughs> pocket, then you're going to be smelling it anyway. I never would put it in the seat back pocket. It's mm. just something I would not. Okay, do. ready for this now? This is on an airplane now. Well, they've got emergency exits. <laughs> they found poopy diapers. <laughs> They found used condoms, Mile High Club, and they found used feminine products. Oh. Ew. Well, period's over. They do have a bathroom (laughs) on the plane. (laughs) What'd you say? I don't get it. What did you just say? He said, well, my period's over. (laughs) My period's over. Don't need this anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Andy Andy said it perfectly. Two, there's, there's just too large a biomass inside mm-hmm. the pocket. Yeah. <laughs> that is very true, man. It's Gross. just so if I if I'm sitting next to somebody who's digging around and taking things out digging of their bodies, the yeah. yeah. I'm gonna say something. <laughs> that's right. Too, too many but. That's right. Guy Marshall, <laughs> don't put like it, it in that pocket. This person's very ill. So what do they whack a mole with the condom on and oh, take it no, off? Or I don't know. No. Who Who knows? knows? Back in the 90s, the Mile High Club was like a big thing. You had to join the Mile High Club. I don't think it's as big of a thing. By yourself? Not not by yourself. (laughs) What? 
You reach in there for the Northwest Airlines Friendly Flyer magazine, you come out with a used condom. That's (laughs) That's just great. Too many bodily fluids and semi-fluids. No. No. I don't really understand why they don't clean plane. I mean... They don't do a very good job, do they? they, I mean, the people come off, they they literally just go get the major garbage, and then people go off. That's true. It's a bus service, really. And spending five more seconds would be cut into their profits. It would. Yeah, exactly. That's all it's all about. And the flight attendants clean the Southwest flights. Do they oh, they really? do. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, I didn't know and that. They turn that. They turn, they turn the plane over. Oh my God. Do they do a good job? That's what do I. Do they wear gloves? They can't do a good job We're because they don't have the cleaning suit. products that oh, they need. Cleaning products. So for something, you just need caustic chemicals. <laughs> I'd wear a hazmat suit. Oh. What was that line again that Brad Pitt said in True Romance? He said, "Oh, don't forget to pick up some." I can't remember what the first thing was, but he goes, "It was like." I think he said something like, don't forget to pick up some stuff when you're at the store, like cleaning products. (laughs) (laughs) Really? You're so high, you're interested in cleaning (laughs) products, are you? That that was a great character he played in that movie. Unbelievable. It was kind of sad last week, though, because Bronson Pinchot, I always liked him in that movie. Mm. What a dick. What did he do? Not pleasant. He just was not. Oh, you do you think he was him? pleasant? No, that was a very weird interview. Well, back to back, too. Yeah. You had Johnny Pemberton, who I guess half yeah. the audience walked on him at the Parkway Theater. Ooh. Hmm. Well, he's trying to do, what's that guy's name again? The Andy Kaufman. Oh. He's yeah. trying to do that I'm that's, really weird That's thing. embarrassing. Mm-hmm. And very people just forced. got up and left. Oh. Yeah. So it was Johnny Pemberton followed by Bronson Pinchot, and they were both a massive pain in the ass. Mm. It's too bad, too, because uh, because the kid, Johnny Pemberton's from Rochester, Minnesota. Oh. But he just, I don't know, he's, he just... Uh, oh, Pinchot just... Pinchot. Pinchot just filed for Chapter 13 bankruptcy in 2015, so... Oh, Uh-oh. no wonder he's Maybe crabby. that's why he's not happy. Why would he have gone All bankrupt? of his properties were sold... Properties? What did he have? Uh, Apparently he had... Oh, he had six properties in Pennsylvania. He hasn't made that much money as an actor. How could he afford that? Well, he couldn't. That's why he went bankrupt. Well, there's a good point. It's a valid point, I would say. Yeah, there you go. So now, yeah, he had to sell a bunch of houses and he has no money and I would be upset too. That's too too bad. Although I I wouldn't buy six houses, but, you know. That's unfortunate that that's true, but you don't ever want to hear anybody go under. What's the other guy? Johnny Pemberton. He's on what show is he on, Candace? Superstar? He's on a TV show. <laughs> Maybe that's why he's mad. I wasn't that interested. <laughs> oh, that's really. Thank you. We're the, into the Cheetos. We're oh, going wow. to really reel in the listeners now. That wasn't interesting. Here's, a, here's something to be upset Here's something to be upset about. He was weird. He is best known for his role as the titular son of Zorn in the short-lived Fox sitcom. Oh yeah, he's the okay. that's the cartoon. Yeah, yes, cartoon. yes. So that's his best known role. And he was in some other thing, like oh, Superstore. He's yes, a, he, he was in su- he was Superstore. In Superstore. He's Bo Thompson. All right, we're going to fold up the tent to get out and vote, ladies and gentlemen. Get off your ass. Pokemon, go to the polls. Oh, <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs>